and welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six-figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies served neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. Before we get into the nitty gritty of today's episode, I have some life updates for you guys. Okay, first and foremost, the ghost that I've mentioned a couple of times in past episodes is still alive and well. The other evening, I was cooking dinner in our kitchen and I heard a loud noise downstairs and it freaked me out because it wasn't like I was running the laundry downstairs or anybody was really down there. My boyfriend was sitting in the living room watching TV. I open up the basement door, a little nervous, had my butter knife in hand, you know, just in case if somebody came running up the stairs at me, look downstairs, turn the light on, and I see his hockey sticks all over the ground. Something had knocked his hockey sticks over and it wasn't another person. I'm assuming it was Casper the friendly ghost. If he is friendly, we still don't really know at this point, but you know, stay tuned. Maybe in future episodes, I'll have some more updates for you guys. Next life update, planning a wedding is not as glamorous as Pinterest makes it out to be. No one told me that food for 150 people would cost a minimum of $8,500 hairs. And that's not even the good food. That is the cheap food that nobody actually wants to eat. And though we can afford a wedding, because I'm a business owner, I look at every purchase I make from the eyes of a business owner. I cannot help myself. So I'm sitting here looking at the cost of a wedding, thinking about what's my return on investment. (laughs) Does it make sense to outsource this? These are just two of the questions that I've been asking myself on a daily basis since getting engaged. Speaking of ROI and wedding expenses, the topic of today's episode is investments, specifically coaching investments. It's no secret that my business has grown exponentially in the last year. I was looking at numbers from last March to this March, and my monthly revenue increased by over 2,000%. It seems insane, but it's true because last March I only made $297 as a coach. I attribute so much of my growth due to coaching investments. Working with someone who is a couple of steps ahead of you can help you speed up your process times 10. However, before we get into today's episode, I will say that coaching is not a one-stop shop for success. You know what I mean? I had to implement what I learned. I had to spend money on a team. I spent money on systems. The real work happened after I signed the dotted line. That was the easiest part of my coaching investments was signing the actual contract and paying my invoice. The real work kicked in after we started our program together. I'm going to dive into some of the coaching investments I've made in the last year. What was the most impactful for me and my tips for choosing a coach and how to go about making those investments. 
All right, y'all, get ready. These are some crazy numbers I'm about to share with you. Since last March, I've made a couple of really big investments in my business. The biggest one so far was my six-month one-on-one business coach at $15,000. It was a really scary investment for me to make because, one, my coaching business was not really generating revenue at that point. Two, COVID was popping off. Three, we just bought a home. When I say I didn't really have the money to do this, I truly did not have the money to do it. Shout out to Chase Credit Card. Appreciate you. Love you. You're the best. Thanks for covering my butt. But no, seriously, I put part of this investment on a credit card, paid it off within a couple of months, but it was definitely not an easy decision to make. However, I was at the point in my business where I was either going to quit and go back to a corporate job, or I was going to keep trying to do things myself. And I just, it wasn't working. Nothing was working. I was throwing spaghetti at the wall. Nothing was sticking. And even though I'm a stubborn person and I'm very independent, in the back of my mind, I knew I needed help and not just any kind of help. I needed one-on-one support. So this coach, her name is Avery, by the way. She's amazing. She helped me structure a coaching business for growth, and she just provided so much support over those six months. That huge investment for me paid off. It took time, but by the end of the program, I nearly 7X'd my investment and secured over $100,000. Pretty cool. After that program ended, I was like addicted to investing myself. So the next step for me was to invest in a business mastermind with other badass female entrepreneurs. I was scared shitless to make this investment. It wasn't because of the investment itself because it was only an $8,000 mastermind, which was a little over half of what I had spent on my previous coach. The scary part about this mastermind was I was sitting in a room full of people who were making more money than me, who were doing bigger things than I was. I was the dumbest person in the room and it made me feel uncomfortable. It made me feel like I wasn't worthy of sitting at that table. However, I did the dang thing, right? I'm always putting myself in really uncomfortable situations, whether it's financially, whether it's mentally, physically. I always like to push myself out of my comfort zone. So I signed up for the mastermind and, you know, I didn't think that I was going to see results Or I guess I didn't think I was going to see big results coming out of this mastermind because I was going into it with like the worst mindset possible. So by the end of the mastermind, I had doubled the size of my team and I had doubled my monthly income and my mindset had completely changed. It was one of the best investments I could have ever made for myself. There's something magical about not only having a great coach, but also being in a room full of women who are five steps ahead of you. If you ever have the chance to join a mastermind, do it. I will always, always, always recommend it, especially if there's some one-on-one component to it where you do get private boxer support or you get one-on-one support from that coach. I always recommend it. It's such a good investment. So after this mastermind, I continued to invest in that same coach who led the mastermind. So right now she's my one-on-one business coach. She's absolutely incredible and I will not stop spending money on her. Everything she says is absolute gold. She has helped me so much with my business, not only when it came to doubling my growth, doubling my team, hiring a full-time employee. She has helped me so much with my mindset. I've noticed that the more money my business makes and the more it grows and the more people I hire, the worse my mindset gets. So I needed a coach who was able to help me when it came to this specifically, and she provides so much support with this. So she's great. 
I recently invested in a one-on-one personal finance coach. You guys heard me talking about wedding expenses earlier in this episode, and I am just overwhelmed with the amount of things that I'm saving for. I'm focusing on retirement this year. I'm focusing on saving for a wedding. I really need to buy a new car here soon because, y'all, my purple Hyundai Elantra, she's not going to make it much longer. And a purple Hyundai Elantra doesn't exactly scream CEO vibes. So a car will be in my near future. But I'm saving for all these things this year and I am overwhelmed. So I decided that a personal finance coach was going to be a great investment for me and my business too, because I mean, I'm not going to lie when it comes to business expenses, because my business has grown so fast, my expenses have also gone up too. So I'm really looking forward to working with somebody who can help me manage both the personal side of my finances and the business side as well. All right, last but not least, I invested in a couple of small mini courses and masterclasses here and there. I don't have the specific names of them or what the cost was, but I've quickly learned that I don't get as much out of courses and masterclasses, and it's because I just need a higher level support system. Courses are great, however, they don't hold my hand and help me implement They don't give me advice. They aren't there to give me a shoulder to cry on during my hard days. So I really don't put as much money into those courses and masterclasses and workshops because I've just found that I don't really see a return from those purchases. Those were my big investments in the last year. Now, I've invested in a team and systems, but again, the focus of today's episode is really coaching investments, so I don't want to dive too deep in those other areas. I do want to touch on some of my best advice when it comes to investing in a coach or a coaching program. First and foremost, it's important to figure out what your learning style is. Do you need a lot of support and accountability and handholding? If so, one-on-one coaching or any kind of program that offers one-on-one components to it is going to be your best bet. Or on the flip side, if you're capable of taking information and implementing it, and seeing results, you might be okay just investing in a course. It really just depends on how you learn and implement. It's so important to be honest with yourself when it comes to your wants and needs, especially if you're investing in a one-on-one coach or a mastermind coach. Do you need a coach who can help you with your mindset? Or do you need help with business strategy? Determine what it is that you need, and I promise you'll have a much easier time making that investment. It's also important to understand your budget for a coaching investment and what you can and cannot get for that price. But I don't want you to go price shopping for one-on-one coaches. I find that there's a big disconnect between what people need and what they can afford, meaning everybody wants one-on-one coaching. However, not too many people can afford a $10,000 or $20,000 one-on-one coaching program. Here's a fun tip for you. The coaches who you might think are expensive are expensive for a reason. It's because their clients have seen massive results and they're truly incredible at what they do. I personally stopped looking at coaches as an expense and I started looking at them as an investment because that's truly what coaches are. They're an investment. Make sure you do your research before investing. What did they do prior to running an online business? Did they work in corporate marketing? Were they in sales? What were they doing before they started a business? Personally, I love working with coaches who have a history prior to running their own business. I feel like they bring so much more to the table. Their experience is very valuable. 
It's also very important to look at social proof, meaning look at client testimonials and don't be afraid to ask for references. Here are some things that you should not do. Don't invest in a coach because of her income or her fancy car. Just because someone else makes good money themselves doesn't mean they can teach you how to grow a business. Or just because somebody has a $50,000 car doesn't mean they're a great coach. Don't ask your friend, mom, grandma, grandma's cat, etc. if you should invest in a business coach. The answer will always be, how much is that? Are you insane? Why would you spend money on something like that? Shouldn't you just be able to figure it out yourself? I want you guys to trust your gut. You guys know your business. You guys know your wants and needs better than your friend, your mom, your grandma, and your grandma's cat know your needs. If you want advice from someone when it comes to making investments, check in with your business friends. Check in with your fellow entrepreneurs. Try to not go to people who wouldn't understand. Making that investment is so incredibly difficult. What makes it more difficult is when you have people who aren't supporting you in that investment. My next piece of advice when it comes to things to not do is don't wait to get support from a mentor. My biggest regret was waiting until I was at the lowest point in my business to get help. Get help even when things are good. Okay, last but not least here. When you invest, don't expect immediate ROI. It takes time to implement what you've learned and it takes time to really see results. Investing in a coach isn't about quick fixes or really how much money you can make. I don't invest in a coach for the sake of making money. Yes, that's important. However, for me, it's more important to work with a coach who is there to support me. It's important for me to work with a coach who's actually a really great coach. I don't care how much money she's making. I don't care what car she drives. I just want to be well coached. Okay, I'm going to go over some of those again. So again, it's really important to figure out your learning style. Do you need one-on-one coaching? Do you need that hand-holding and high-level support? Or are you capable of just taking a course and implementing and seeing results on your own? It's really important to make sure that you're being honest with yourself when it comes to your wants and needs. Number two, it's important to understand your budget and what you can and cannot get for that amount. Three, make sure to do your research before investing. Do not be afraid to take your time doing research. Get on Google, get on LinkedIn, see what kind of background they have. Don't be afraid to chat with their references or look into their testimonials. Make sure to not just invest in a coach for her personal income or her fancy car. Don't wait to get support from a mentor. Again, my biggest regret was waiting when I was at my lowest to get support. And when you invest, do not expect immediate ROI. Investing in a coach is never easy. I don't care if you're investing in a course or a group program or a mastermind or a one-on-one coach. It's never easy to invest in support. Trust me, I've been there. I've done that. I've invested crazy amounts of money when I really didn't have any to invest. But at the end of the day, you have to trust your gut. You have to trust that you're capable of making these decisions and that you will put in the work to get results. You will make your money back. You will find a way. I remember when I made my first really big investment in my one-on-one coach, I looked at the situation as, again, either I'm going back to corporate or you know what? I'm going to work with a coach. And yes, it's an insane amount of money. However, I knew that I was a very scrappy individual 
And even if it was a terrible coaching investment, even if it was the worst decision I had ever made, guess what? I would have found a way to make my money back. I would have gotten a part-time job. I would have gotten two part-time jobs. I would have gone back to corporate. I was at the lowest of all the low. I would have figured out a way to make it work. So that's it for today's episode. That is my two cents on making investments in yourself and your business. If you guys have questions or you want to have a follow-up conversation about this, I would encourage you to send me a DM on Instagram, neat.marketing. If you have any questions about what you should be investing in, don't be afraid to reach out. I'm here to give you some honest advice. I'm here to share my experiences with you. Have a wonderful week and I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Served Neat. Neat.